The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. It was before the festival of the Passover, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to pass from this world to the Father. He had always loved those who were his in the world, but now he showed how perfect his love was. They were at supper, and the devil had already put it into the mind of Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray him. Jesus knew that the Father had put everything into his hands and that he had come from God and was returning to God. And he got up from table, removed his outer garment, and taking a towel, wrapped it round his waist. He then poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel he was wearing. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, At the moment you do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Never, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus replied, If I do not wash you, you can have nothing in common with me. Then, Lord, said Simon Peter, not only my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus said, no one who has taken a bath needs washing. He is clean all over. You too are clean, though not all of you are. He knew who was going to betray him. That was why he said, though not all of you are. When he washed their feet and put on his clothes again, he went back to the table. Do you understand, he said, what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord, and rightly so I am. If I then, the Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet. I have given you an example so that you may copy what I have done to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I saw some children around. Maybe they can come and help me tonight. Maybe to even to correct my accent. No? Come, come. Have a two over here. Come, come. I'll ask you some questions to help me. Come, come. What's her name? Come, 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 come. <clears throat> Come, come here, come here. Oh, there are others. Good, good. Good. How are you okay? Okay. So not to correct my accent, okay? I hope you understand me well, okay? I'll just ask you a question. Do you prefer to receive gifts or to give gifts to others? You have to be sincere, okay? There's, there's, no, there's no marks Okay, it's not an exam. Just I wanted to hear your, your opinion. If you, if you prefer to receive gifts or to give gifts to others, what do you think? Both just as much. Both just as much. Oh, it's very clever. Eh? <laughs> okay, the others? It's a hard question? No, you prefer, no? Maybe prefer one more than the other. No, it's normal. It's natural. What do you think? Give to 
others. You give you prefer to give to others? Okay, good. Yes? Someone else? I prefer to receive gifts. You prefer to receive gifts? Yes. Um, receive gifts? Yes, you prefer to receive gifts. Okay, so like me as well, yes. You, what do you think? Give gifts. Okay, there's joy also in giving, no? What do you think? Um, receive. receive. Yes, okay, good, good. It's good to be sincere, no? As I said, you're still thinking about it? You don't know? Maybe from 1 to 10, no? 10 being the most. What would you think about giving giving gifts? You prefer to receive gifts, no? Or, or now it's Easter, no? Next Sunday it's Easter. So you prefer uh, giving gifts. It gives you more joy when you give gifts to others or when you receive gifts from others. Receive gifts. You receive gifts. And you? Okay, I'll ask another question now. Now, okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, don't worry. I'm not giving you points, okay, or, or marks, okay? Okay, okay. So the next question is, do you think Jesus preferred to receive gifts or to give gifts to others? Okay, do you think Jesus preferred giving gifts to others or receiving gifts? What do you think? So maybe a little bit uh, compl more complicated, you think? What do you think? I think Jesus liked to serve others. And so he preferred to give gifts, okay, rather than, okay? You think that, okay? Someone else? Give others. To give others gifts, okay? Give gifts. Give gifts to others, okay. Oh, they give, give them a clap. No, they're very good and clever children. No, you can stay here with us or in front. Sit down here. You can stay with here, with us here. Sit down here. Come, you can stay with, yes, they can stay with us here. <clears throat> so it's true that, um, I'm, I'm very sure about this, okay, that Jesus was surely more happy to give, no, gifts or or give uh, many other things, no? Because, um, as you know, this was the whole life of Jesus. And that's what we're going to reflect upon today, upon this giving and also receiving. That was very interesting before we, we see actually what did Jesus give us in the Last Supper, that we first reflect upon that this was a meal. So Jesus chose this meal, no, to to end up his life with, to to give us himself, as we're going to see. So there's this first reflection which I wanted to share with you tonight, that it's, it's very particular that Jesus chooses a meal. You know that a meal is, is something social. No, as you know, we, we prefer when, when we're eating to stay with others and to be with others. There's also in this uh, meal this sense of abundance. Maybe you know Maltese families and you know that when Maltese families invite you, no, they're super abundant, no? So I think there was this also in the in the mind of Jesus that when he that when he chose this uh, meal uh, as his last supper, also as the way to remain with us, he had this in mind. That when he chose to remain with us, he chose a supper, a meal, so that he gathers us together. So 
when Christians celebrate this last supper again and again, when we renew, we have to be a family. We have to be together. It's a, it's a social uh, event. It's, it's being together. Jesus wanted to remain with us while we are together. So that's the, the context of this uh, Eucharist, which are celebrating today. But I wanted to go even deeper um, into this mystery and into particularly the words of Jesus, which we listen in every Mass we participate in, which today we heard also in the second reading from St. Paul. So Jesus told us, this is my body, this is my blood. That's what the priest also says in every Mass. So we have to understand first and foremost that this idea of body in the Jewish culture, in the Jewish background, so in the Jewish time of Jesus, that for them, and so for Jesus, and so this was what Jesus implied when he told us, this is my body. So for the Jewish people, body, they did not refer only to the physical body, but they referred to what you could do with your body. So when they heard this word body, in their minds and their hearts, they did not understand only the physical aspect, the physical part of our bodies, but they understood that Jesus was referring to his whole life, to his whole life. So actually, when Jesus tells us, this is my body, in the Last Supper, what we repeat, he is saying to us, this is my life, which I am giving to you. This is my whole life, which I am giving to each and every one of you. And this is not uh, something to be impressed about because Jesus, this was his life. Je this was the whole life of Jesus. Throughout his life, if we, when we read clearly the Gospels, from morning till evening, sometimes even late at night. You remember these days we read the readings also of Nicodemus, eh? who went to speak with Jesus late at night. So this was the life of Jesus. His whole life was giving his life to others. If it's speaking with people, if it's listening to people, if it's just being with them, if it's curing them, if it's making miracles, this was the whole life of Jesus. Being with others, giving his whole life, his whole, his whole energy, all of himself to others. So that's what he left to us when he told us, this is my body. He told us, I will remain with you wholly, fully, with, with all of my life, I will be with you. And that's what um, we receive when we receive the Eucharist, when we receive his body. He is with us totally, fully. And we experience this in our lives. You know from your personal experience that when you're in front of Jesus in the sacrament, you can feel that Jesus is with you fully, eh? fully aware, fully conscious of your presence. So one might ask um, also, so if he gave us all of his life, when he gave us his body, this is also significant that today we do again the washing of the feet. If we read clearly the Gospel of John, that particular part is filled with verbs. Huh? Jesus taking his, his clothes, putting on other clothes, Jesus putting water, huh? this action. Huh? Jesus is always on action, huh? 24 hours, seven days a week. So this is Jesus giving as his life, and that's what we're going to see today uh, symbolically when the priest will wash 
the feet of some of, of you. So this Jesus giving his life. So if Jesus, when he told us, this is my body, he gave us his life, then we would ask. So when he told us, this is my blood, what could he give us more? If he already gave us his life, his whole life, his full life, when he gave us his body, what did he give us more when he told us, this is my blood? In the same time, we have to, to search and to, to, to see what the Jews huh, meant when they, when they spoke about blood. So in the Jewish culture, in the Jewish context, blood is closely connected to death. You know that if you don't have blood in your body, you don't have life, so you'll have death. So it's very interesting that when Jesus offers us his, his himself, even in blood, blood, this is my blood, he's offering even his death for each and every one of us. This will go into it more tomorrow when we listen to the Gospel of John, when we see Jesus giving up his life. Jesus gives up that. Jesus offers that for our salvation. They do not take his life from him. They do not kill him. That this is very clear in John that Jesus offers even his death to each and every one of us and through that death that we have received salvation. So this is what we're celebrating today and also in each Eucharist this Jesus who offers fully himself to us his death and his life. I think this is an invitation to each and every one of us so that today we also reflect. What about my life? Is it an offering to others? If I'm a, a parent, eh? is my life truly an offering to my children? If I'm a married eh? man, woman, is my life truly an offering? Eh? to my wife and the husband, no, to his wife. So even if I'm single, if I'm a member of this community, is my life truly an offering to each, um, to each other? So our reflection today has to be, what can I offer more? What, in what ways, in what concrete ways can we offer more to each others? Moreover, what about our debts? That is, what about our failures? What about our struggles? What about our fragilities? We all have these debts in our lives. They lives. What do we do with them? Huh? Do we grumble only? Huh? Do we also um, just you know, try to live with them? Or we are also offering them with Jesus, as Jesus offered his debt for the salvation of others. Let us pray today, and uh, I invite you that you even make this connection with your life. Each time you go to Mass, and try to be to have that personal moment before mass you can say listen what i offer today my day i offer my week in mass i offer my struggles i offer my offerings if i'm finding it hard to offer my life i can offer it with 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 mass and so mass doesn't remain only the prayer but it will become also my prayer if i connect my daily life my daily struggles with with my offerings with my life at home with my life on work eh? with all the struggles that we have in our lives then mass will make more sense i invite you also 
that during Mass you offer also your debts, eh? your struggles. So if you're going to Mass on Sunday, you can just take a moment before you enter church, before you enter here, and you say, what struggles I had this week? What struggles I will have next week? Eh? What struggles I will have tonight when I go back home? What struggles I will have in the community on work? I can offer these debts while Jesus offers his debt for you and for me. So this is an invitation today for each and every one of us to grow in this attitude of, of offering our lives. You know that sometimes even ourselves, uh, we have this lifestyle of always pretending. No, unfortunately, even maybe the culture no, we live in, eh, that we're always pretending others to serve us. We're always pretending that they, they be there for us. No, We're always accepting things. We'll also sometimes we speak even too much today, oh, this culture of rights. Eh? What is my right? What rather we have to grow as a Christians um, in this attitude which Jesus showed us when he told us this is my blood this is my body this is me I'm offering you my whole life to you we have to have this attitude also in my life and we pray today that we grow in this attitude also in our lives I believe that if our communities if ourselves uh, strive more to be of service to others uh, concretely in our daily lives, I'm sure that we'll have more Christian marriages and also more priestly vocations. Because that's what Christian marriage is about, what priestly vocations is about. Today, we celebrate not only this giving of the Lord in the Eucharist, but also this priestly vocation. It was on this day, the, the Holy Thursday, that Jesus also gave us the vocation of the priesthood and I, I have to tell you that you're you're privileged you know that in this time of of crisis no of of, of priestly vocations you have two priests tonight no not only one but two but this gives you more responsibility no in front of the lord to to pray for more vocations and moreover moreover not only to pray for more priestly vocations even from your community but also that we will grow in this attitude as I said, I truly believe that if we live eh, this Christian vocation, this, this serving to each and every one of us, I'm surely that the Lord will call. Eh? I will surely, uh, more youth will, will listen to this voice of the Lord to offer not only their time, not only their, their, their few uh, days, but to offer their whole lives for the Lord. So let us pray today that we may understand more what we celebrate. That when we daily or every Sunday will listen um, to the priest who tells us, this is my body. I have to reflect where I, where I am saying these words, in what way I'm living these words, in what way I'm giving my body, my whole life to others, in what way I'm serving others, in what ways am I being there for others. Let us pray to the Lord that we... We, we grow, eh? that our community, that we will, will be more living this call of the Lord, which makes not only to priests, but also to each and every one of us.